You okay? said Cash as he drew to a stop in front of the house, a house that Ruby thought, by moonlight, looked less like a grand country manor and more like the setting for a Hammer horror film. All they needed was thunder and lightning to suddenly manifest itself from nowhere to rip an otherwise benign sky apart and the set would be complete. Shaking her head as though to disperse such thoughts, Ruby replied at last, Yeah, yeah, I'm fine, just letting my imagination get the better of me. Leaning over to tuck a rogue strand of hair behind her ear, Cash said, You're good at what you do, Ruby, bloody good, and Cynthia needs you. Your faith in me is touching, Ruby smiled back at him, but it was only a half-smile. My faith in you is absolute, he answered back, leaning in again to kiss her lightly on the lips. His words, his touch, helped her, dissolving the fear that threatened to overwhelm her, a fear that could easily be used against her if sensed by an opposing spirit, a fear Gran had always said there was never any need to feel. Before it could take hold again, Ruby reached for the handle, pushed open the car door, and stepped outside, breathing in great gulps of night air. Jed immediately rushed round to her side. As she straightened up, squaring her shoulders as a soldier might before heading into battle, Ness's car came into view. After crunching to a stop on the gravel, Ness, Theo, and Corinna climbed out. All five turned to stand in a row, staring at the house before them, preparing themselves mentally and psychically for the imminent onslaught. Coming, ready or not, said Theo at last, trying to lighten the atmosphere as she marched up to the front door. Ruby fell into step beside her. Jed bounded ahead. The house had been empty for a week, but already it had taken on the abandoned air of a property left for much longer. Instead of forlorn and forgotten, it looked slightly smug, as though enjoying its abandonment wanting to be left to its own devices. Too bad, thought Ruby, you belong to the living, not to the dead. Looking up at the turret that housed Cynthia's bedroom, Ruby thought she could sense movement. Was that Cynthia looking out wistfully across the lake? It's just a shade, said Theo from beside her. A rerun of what happened on Christmas Eve, 1958. Cynthia must have stood and looked out of the window at some point. The house is waking up. It was Ness close behind them. Then let's put it back to sleep, said Ruby, taking another deep breath.